Psalms, the book of Psalms real quick. Now, Psalms chapter 73, I don't plan on being long. I hope not to be long, but then, I don't know, do you, are you tired of being in the house? You just want to stay out all day? Those online are probably just, you know, they probably already are watching something else. But hey, come on, get back, get back in the game here. Uh, Psalm 73, verse 1. Um, I like to read this real quick, and uh, we'll get into the message. I do believe it's a timely message. I had no clue, and I'm going to tell you this. I had no clue I would be here tonight. Uh, you know, it's really nice when you get a couple days of notice, you know, but I think I had about maybe a couple hours, and so it's like, okay, here we go, Lord, what are we going to do now? Um, so it's amazing that, you know, so I believe God ordained this time to be what it is, and I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful to see what he's going to do tonight. Uh, Psalms chapter 73, verse 1, the Bible says, truly, God is good to Israel, ever to such as are of a clean heart. Psalm 73, 1, once again, it says, truly, God is good to Israel. And let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you once again during this time. And Lord, I pray that you would uh, be with us now as we open the word, as we, Lord, uh, study and we look at your word and that the truth that you have for tonight, Lord, that I do believe it's a truth that you have for this hour, for this moment. Lord, I hide behind the cross and I ask that you would have your way tonight, that your words would be heard. And God, that you would just bless our time together. Lord, bless every family during this time, Lord, as they're gathering around, Lord, that they probably wish they were here, Lord, um, but they're gathered around, they're doing, they're staying faithful, Lord, and doing the best they can. God, I pray that you would uh, bless them for their faithfulness, and Lord, I look forward to the day that we can all gather again once, once again, Lord, uh, as one big happy family, Lord, in the house of God, and Lord, I pray that you would uh, bless this evening, I ask in Jesus' name, amen. So once again, as I look at that verse, and I think of these words, Truly, God is good. Truly, God is good. And this is a truth that I've kept with me for quite some time now. Um, not, too, not, not too long ago, this is a truth that I was in, actually sitting in the bus barn uh, on a Sunday morning, and I was gearing up, getting ready to get crazy on, the, on, uh, on Sunday when it comes to getting the buses out, making sure everybody's safe, everyone's taken care of, making sure that the children's churches, that they had everything they needed. And, you know, all, it's just all those things that, that take place behind the scenes uh, on a Sunday morning. And so I was, in the, I was early on Sunday uh, having my devotions, and when I, what I do with my devotions, and I would encourage you if you don't do this, is to journal. Um, so I have a journal, and I have my Bible, and I journal um, what God is doing in my heart. You know, sometimes I'll journal um, just what, you know, just there's different things that are going on in life, and, and, and a lot of times I'll be able to, to write about the truth that God has, has revealed to me through his, his word. Um, but this particular day, you know, I opened up my journal, and I wrote the words down, God is good. And when I wrote those words down, I could not write any more. That is three words. God is good. And then I sit back and I am thinking about the depth of that phrase. God is good. Good. And then I began to look up verses in Psalm 73. Truly, God is good. We hear it all the time, don't we? What is the phrase? Is it God is good and all the time? Or how, how does that, I don't even know how that works, you know. 
um, all the time. God is good. Is that how it goes? Um, but we, it's, a, you know, it's more than a cliche, and it's more than just a phrase. These words that day carried so much weight. And I sat back, and I remember tearing up. And if you know me, I don't tear up very easy. But I sat back and tearing up and just thinking about how good God is. And as I think about that, especially during this time, it's like what a fitting message to be able to share with God's people, to be able to share with the world that, listen, God is good. Despite what's going on at the moment, despite what, what, what hardships, what tragedies, despite, you know, doesn't matter what's going on in your world, God is good. And he's not only good when things are good and times are well, he's good when times are not so well. And I sat back and I'm thinking about everything in my life up to this point and I'm thinking, man, God is good. I'm thinking about my childhood. Of course, I grew up in Los Angeles. So I was born in South Carolina, raised in Los Angeles, and somehow got stuck in Texas. And so my wife was so excited the other day, and I still have very mixed emotions because she said, I'm not sure if it's this year or next year, but she, she came up super happy and said, guess what next year is? What? You officially become a Texan. I'm like, what? She goes, you have officially lived in Texas longer than California. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, so I still have mixed emotions on whether or not I'm ready to let go of the California. But then with everything that's going on now, I'm like, okay, maybe it's time to, you know, give in and just become a Texan. Who knows? Don't, oh, my wife is probably watching. She heard me say that. Um, but, you know, as I think of my childhood and just what, everything that God has brought me through, what, everything he's protected me uh, from growing up, and I look back and I realized God is good. When I think of my teen years and I had some up and down years, there was, years, there was times where it was good, times where it was bad, times where I was probably the worst headache to everybody else. But even during those times, God is good. I began to think of my journey as a college student. Um, you know, so those of you that are watching, you're still in college, you know, you know I relate and those of us that have been through college can relate. But the challenges of finances, schedule, work, classes, projects, ministry, work, schedule, classes, project, ministries, never have enough money, doing the best you can, asking for, you know, how many loans have I taken out from my friends and I to this day owe them money because they have taken me out to eat several times. Anyways, um, but as I think of all those times, the ups and the downs and the challenges, um, through the mountaintops and through the valleys of discouragements through college, I'm reminded how good God is. As I think about the day I married my wife, and I'm, you know, I'm undeserving of such a wonderful person. Um, and so when I think of that day, and I'm, I'm amazed that God brought us together. And I think so is everybody else, right? You know, but I am so thankful for the fact that when I, God is good. And then the day comes where I get to serve on staff and I get to serve here and serve God's people. And I did not think this would, I, I had no clue this was, was going to happen. It's just amazing how, how God works. But then I look back and I think, God is good. And then I think of the day that I was told we're going to have a baby. And then my firstborn son, Blake, comes, healthy little boy. And I immediately was not sure if I signed up for this job, you know. But, you know, but what an awesome thing to be a father and to enjoy that. And, of course, then two more come later on. And 
our hands are full, and I was not in competition with my mom and dad at all. A three is fine. I'm the oldest of eight, and there's no way that's going to happen. Um, you can't even handle a dog, so forget. Three is good enough. Um, but I'm so thankful for that. But I realize God has been good. And there were challenges all up to that point. But God is good. And if I can ask you a question, and those of you that are watching, if I could ask you just to put everything on pause for a bit and think about how good God is to you. And when you think of that, it's humbling. When you think of that, it's like, who am I? I do not deserve a thing, but yet God is good. When I think of God and how good God is, I'm reminded that no matter what happens in your life, and if I can encourage you, no matter what happens in your life, God is good. He's good when times are great, and he's good when times are bad. He's good when, vict- when, you, when your life is full of victories, and he's good when life is full of defeats. He's good when finances are healthy, and he's good when they're not so healthy. God is good. He's good when your health is good, and he's also good when your health is not so good. God is good. He's good when life is going as you planned, and he's good when life is going maybe not as you planned. God is good. And as I keep thinking about the goodness of God, and I'm looking, and I just can't help but think how good God is when he created all things, but then how good he was when man fell. And I think how good he was when, when Joseph was second in command, but God was also good to him when he was forgotten in the jail. God was good to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they walked out of the fiery furnace. But he was also good to them as they were about to enter the fiery furnace. If you recall, they said, but if not, they they accepted what was going to take place. They knew God is good regardless of what happens to us. Daniel was good when when he walked out of the lion's den, but he was also good to Daniel when he was in the lion's den. And there are so many examples of the word of God. And if I could remind you, uh, church family, that he is only good. He is only good. And he is so good. And this statement always gets me. This He was so good that even when we were not good to him, he was still good to us. Think of all the times that we deserve the punishment, but he gave us mercy. Think of all the times that we know that we do not deserve, we deserve to be punished. There was things that you have done that maybe that you, you, you knew you deserved it, but God had mercy on you and he was good to you. The times that maybe you've turned your back on God, the times that maybe you've rejected him, the time that you went days without even speaking to him, he was still good to you. That's a good thing to think about, isn't it? In Psalms 8, 4, it says, what is man that thou art mindful of him? The son of man that thou visitest him. Who are we that God should even consider us? You know, who are we that he should even, that I would even cross his mind? Who are we? And I think of Psalms 23, 4. It says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That's how good God is. No matter what, you know, and if you can think of your lowest days, you think of the toughest days, God was still good. Why? Because he was with you. He was there for you. God is good. And there's times in my life that I know that, that, that when I turned away from him, he never gave up on me. God is good. 
He is so good to me. This is how good he is to you and to me that he so loved me that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He is so good to me. He is so good to you that he gave his son as a sacrifice for your sin. God is good. He loved us so much. He wasn't just going to leave us to suffer alone. He wanted us back. Just how good God is. He is so good that when he commended his love toward me, that while I was a sinner, he died for me. That is how good my God is. Amen? Just how good is my God? He is so good that he would allow me the opportunity to go to the country of Nigeria, Benin City, in a hotel that felt like we were in an island surrounded by doom, which was, you know, you'd have to be there to understand it. For God to do a work in my heart, to deal with my soul, to bring me to my knees to the point of salvation. Praise God for the day of salvation, the day I called upon him to save my soul. What a day. He is so good that he allowed me. And sometimes I ask myself, Lord, you allowed me to stay alive long enough to see that day. Praise God for that. He is so good, isn't he? He is good. How good has he been to you? Sometimes if we're not careful, we'll get so used to his goodness that we forget just how good he is. You can get so used to his goodness that you forget just how good he is. If I can give you a few thoughts, and um, so my goal is to get you out without you falling asleep on me. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm careful because the camera guy said, don't move because we don't have a camera guy. And the guy showed up, so now I can move around. You know, then telling me not to move is kind of like telling me not to drink coffee. I'm not sure if I can handle that. Um, but I've done so good so far, right? So Brother Titus is falling asleep. I need to keep him awake. Time to start moving. But... God is good, and I want to bring about four things, and I really tonight, I just want to rejoice with you guys. I just want to rejoice uh, with our church family, rejoice with everybody, and just tell you how good God is, and just to remind you how good God is, because, you know, when we face our darkest moments, you need to be reminded that God is good. I know this COVID-19 and this coronavirus, and there's, there's so much that's, that's, that comes with it. There's all kinds of opinions, all kinds of ideas, and all, you know, people call it this, and they say it's that. They undermine. I, for me, I, God is in control. Amen? And I know that, that there's some people that, 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 that this has not been a good time for them. I was thinking of, 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 of a barber recently that... that uh, that, um, you know, the barbers, they had to be shut down, so they had zero income. And a barbershop opened up Monday, and just to hear a story about how this barber went to work that day, and everyone that was coming through the chair was, was just, you know, they weren't just paying their barber fee. They were giving him an abundance. They were, there's people, and there was told that there was people coming in just to give him money and just to show that love and support for this man. And so when I thought about that, you know, and I thought about him for the past two months, that it's like, man, he's going two months with zero income. And there are people that I know that this has affected very negatively. Let me remind you still, God is good. God is good. And we need to be reminded of that. Um, and I'll get a little bit more. Into, I'm jumping around in stories in my head. But it's like, or first, let me, t- let, me, let me just tell you this. Realize how good God is to you. Sometimes in order to truly realize how good God is, you have to remember 
who we are. Are you ready for that reminder? Look at Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, verse 19. And if you have it, if you have, if you have your Bible, please turn to it and look at it. It says this: It's in the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken. For dust thou art. What did that say? Dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. So according to this scripture, what are we? Dust. We are dust. Oh, man. I don't feel too, too big right now. We are dust. And then in Isaiah 64, 6, it says, but we are all as an unclean thing, and our righteousness are as filthy rags. We, we all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. So according to these two passages, and I'm going to just pull those two out, when you realize who God is and who we are, we are dust and we are an unclean thing. We are as filthy rags. And a mighty God cares for a little person, a little piece of dust, a filthy thing, and he cares for me? Think about everything that you have. Ask yourself this question, do I deserve what I have? Do I deserve this? Do I deserve? And it would be a resounding, I don't deserve this. You ever wake up and ask yourself, how did I get here? And how do I have all the things that, how, how did all this happen? God is good. You know, I, I was telling pastor recently, we were just having a conversation. I said, you know, I never thought I'd buy a house. I never thought, I, honestly, I never thought I'd get married, you know. So there's hope for the single people out there. I, I, I did not know. And I was like, whoa. But God has been good. And don't let me discourage you. If you don't ever get married, God is still good. He has a plan for you. But God is good. He provides. That's how good he is. It says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. And I think during this coronavirus time has really taught me that I have more than I need. You ever think about that? If you have to ask yourself the question, what do I want to eat tonight? I think God has been good to you if, there's, if that's a choice. You know, there's some places where, yeah, here's what we're going to eat. This is all we got to eat. But the fact that you can choose, like, oh, let me see which, God has been good. Get this. The fact that you had to choose, what am I going to wear tonight? You mean you get more than one shirt, more than one pair of pants? You get more. God has been good. We don't deserve any of that. He provides. He will take care of us. He has mercy. The Bible says that it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. How good is he? He doesn't give us what we deserve. That's how good he is. How good is he? Is that he provides salvation. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers' lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hating, hateful, hating one another. But after that, the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. By the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which is shed upon us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace... We should be married, made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. 
Praise God for salvation. If you're saved on your way to heaven, say amen. Guys and girls, just say amen if you're saved on your way to heaven because God has been good to you. And even in challenges and hard times, God is good. As I think of Joseph in Genesis 50 verse 20, but as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. You know, no matter what you're going through, no matter what challenges you, you know, Joseph faced challenges. Joseph faced, he faced the hate, he faced the pit, he was sold, he was a slave, he faced accusation, he was jailed. And all through that, he remained faithful, realizing that God is good. And so when I tell you, if you're going through a hard time right now, always remember, your God is nothing but good. And God wants to carry you through, and he will carry you through. And many of you can give testimony to times in your life that you did not see the door. You did not see the way out. You did not see how this mess was going to get cleared up. You did not see, but God knew. And you stayed faithful, and you gave. You stayed faithful in your tithe, and you, you, you just stayed faithful to the Lord. Just for one day to see you coming out of the valley of the shadow of death. And to go, wow. And you look back and you see what God, how good he is and what he's brought you through. Isn't God good? Isn't he good? So the first thing I like to say is realize how good God is. Realize who you are and who he is. We're nothing. We're dust. We're filthy rags. Two, thank him every day for his goodness. If you were only allowed to keep the things that you have thanked God for over the past seven days, how much would you still have left in your possession? You ever thought about that? If you thank, if the only thing you can keep are the things that you thank the Lord for for the past seven days, what would you have? Many of us would find us very bare at that point, myself included. But how often do you thank the Lord? Me and Brother Poncho have many conversations, and we're always coming together and praising the Lord for just the, you know, we, we talk about childhood, we talk about the hard times, but then we come back and we're like, we th- we're so, so thankful of what God has done. And that every day we have a reason to be thankful. So how often are we thankful? You know, I was thinking about uh, when I was in Zimbabwe recently, um, there, we, we were um, going house to house and uh, just visiting uh, different people. And um, it's amazing because when I'm, when I'm over there, to see the little that they had. I mean, I, I came back to the point of I had zero complaints, like no complaining. Like, you know, it was that bad to where I was thankful for the least, the smallest thing. I mean, I was thankful um, you know, just to have a roof over my head. You know, when we're camping out in the middle of nowhere with monkeys all, all around you, donkeys that come trampling everywhere, every poisonous thing that, that, that you've probably seen on TV was probably around my tent. And I said tent. I was in a hotel. It was not. It was a tent. You know how thin those things are? Those things are so strong, right? But they're so, it's, it's like I did not feel like if something, if a, yeah, 
I trusted this tent. Talk about faith, right? And But as I think about the time when I was there, and I'm seeing all these people who are singing for the Lord. They, they, I mean, we met together at a service similar like we are tonight. But tonight we have lights. We have a mic. We have pews. We have AC. I mean, if you want some water, it's right there. You know, but it's, it was over there. We met in the pitch black dark night. And you were afraid almost to turn on your light because every time you did, you'd see something really big crawl right across the ground. I mean, it was, you know, there was a couple nights we'd be stomping on, on as soon as you lit that light up, there's, there were scorpions and all kinds of stuff to where it was distracting to the preacher. And he's over there with his light buried in, buried in his Bible trying to, try, trying to read his sermon and read the scripture. And uh, it just made me so grateful that we have what we have. And I, I came back so thankful. But the thing is that I took note of was this, is that as much as they didn't have how happy they were, to hear them sing the praises of God was such an unbelievable thing that I could not bear but sit there in that dark time and say, Lord, what have I been doing? I have been, I have been such a spoiled person. That these people, compared to what you've given me, they don't have that. But they're happy. And they're thankful. And that to hear them praise your name and to hear them sing about you and the fact that they wanted, they were hungry for the word of God. And I thought, I need to be more thankful. We are spoiled. And sometimes we don't realize that until it's taken away. But it's amazing to see how thankful they were. And so if I can challenge you is this. Realize how good God is. And two, thank him every day. Thank him every day. It's something to teach your kids to be thankful every day. Number three is tell others of his goodness. Tell others of his goodness. The, the, on John, John chapter 4, uh, verse 28, the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is this not the Christ? I do believe this, that when Jesus Christ was having a conversation with this mo- woman and to realize that she had gotten saved and, and she had turned to Christ and she was so excited about what had just taken place and she was so thankful that she had to go and share this goodness with others. And in, as a result, if you look at verse four, of verse 30, it says, and they went out of the city and came unto him. All the men left the city, and they, didn't, they, they, they heard what she said, but they wanted to come see for themselves. All because of someone who was so thankful for the goodness of God that went to tell other people about the goodness of God, which caused, caused other people to come and go experience the goodness of God for themselves. And my I remind everybody once again, realize how good God is to you. Those of you that are at home and you look, you're around your family, the fact that you are around your family and everyone's in good health, you ha- God has been good. You know, when I think of just everything that God has done, God has been good. And listen, let's make sure that we're thanking him every day for it. We should constantly be, the first words out of our mouth when we open our eyes and we have life is, God, thank you for another day to serve you. Thankful, thank you that I get to live. Thank you that I'm healthy. Thank you that I can, I can move. You, weren't, you, you didn't wake up this morning blind. You didn't wake up lame. You were healthy. 
Those of, that, those of you that, that you have good jobs right now, God has taken care of you through this time. Thank the Lord for what he's doing. And the worst thing to do is to complain about, oh, I have to work such long hours. During this time, praise God, you got those hours. Amen. And number three is tell others of his goodness. Tell others of his goodness. And if I could end with this, and the last point here, and then we'll go, is it is because of how good God is to me, I choose to live a life that pleases him. He's been too good to me. How could I turn my back on him? He's been too good to me. How could I, how, how could I, how could I go a length of time without him? As I think of Genesis 9, verse 9, there is none greater in the house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee. Now this is Joseph talking to Potiphar's wife, because thou art his wife. But here's the attitude. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Joseph realized God is almighty. God has been good. God has taken care of me. And yes, I may have had my ups and downs. And yes, I may have experienced troubles. And yes, I may have had hard times. But I have stayed faithful to my God. And he has been so good to me. How then could I even, how can I consider doing this wickedness? And when I think of how good God is to me, how could I not choose to please him? If you look at Romans, and I'll read this real fast, Romans chapter 6. If you have your Bible there, you can turn to it, and, or I'll just read it. Uh, Romans chapter 6, verse 11. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, and neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. God has been so good to you. Listen, he wants you. And if you are not saved and on your way to heaven, you've not trusted Christ, and the Holy Spirit has been working on you, and he's been pricking you, and he's been prodding you, and you know you need to trust Christ, he has been too good to you to, to reject him. Jesus Christ came, and, you, if you, and as we had Easter, it seems like a while ago now, but as I, as I re recount the story, to see the beating and the suffering and everything he went through, that was my sin that he took upon himself. That was the ugliness of my sin and your sin. And Jesus Christ died, and he loves you, and he, and, and he wants you. And so whoever is listening to me, whether here or at, or at home, if you've not trusted Christ, trust him today. He has been good to you. But then I say this is that he has been good, too good to you for you to live a life of sin. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. What is it? Yes, okay, you're a saved child of God. Praise the Lord. But what is it that the Lord has spoken to you about that you need to get fixed but you've not done so? And let me tell you this. He's been so good to you that he hasn't given you what you deserve yet. And if the Lord says fix it, fix it. And don't, you know, you don't want his wrath. You don't want to get to the end of his, his, his mercy because you're not going to like when he removes the hedge of protection. But he has been so good to you that you, if you're not saved, get saved. He's been too good to you. And he's been too good to you for you to continue living with whatever sin he's convicted you of.
But if I could say this, he's been so good to you, why not surrender? Why not surrender? Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. And I'll end with this. When I say surrender, I'm not talking about a one-time thing. I'm talking about a daily surrender. I remember the, when I was doing some study on Romans 6 and, and yielding your members um, as instruments of righteousness. I really, God really did a work in my heart to where every day that is a prayer I have is that God, especially if I'm on my way to work, and it's, Lord, I yield these hands, I yield myself today as instruments of righteousness. I surrender myself to you today. I am to love you with my heart, mind, and soul, and I surrender it all. Every day I yield myself to you, and God, you lead me. You direct me. You guard me. Please, I need your help. And God has been too good to me to not surrender and to trust that he knows what's best. So I'm not sure exactly why God had this truth for tonight. I'm not sure why he had me here tonight. And you're probably thinking the same question. I don't know either, but hey, this is what we get, you know. But let me tell you something. If anything I can remind you is God is good. And no matter what challenges you face, no matter what you go through, listen, realize how good God is. Thank him every day. Tell others of his goodness. Tell others of his goodness. And many of us have experienced the telling of someone of his goodness. Just find a random stranger. I'm not sure if that'll work in today's time frame, you know, but find somebody and tell them, hey, let me tell you something. God is good. Okay, this is weird. I, this just popped into my mind. I'm not sure why. Today there was a lady at Walmart and she was an elderly lady and she was walking past me and she was like, she pulled down her mask and she was talking to me. And I was like, what are you are we allowed to do that, you know, here in Walmart? And, uh, and so she, I'm like, yes. And she goes, I got a joke for you. Well, she told me the joke, and I thought about saying it, but I'm not sure. I want to keep my job, so I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> but but, but it, was, it was funny, and I was like, she made me laugh, and she put a smile on my face, and I'm like, mm, I feel this, that was, that was pretty nice, you know? You know, and then I see her, she's just oh, pulling down that mask. And everybody she passed, she was saying the joke. Whether they listened or not, she's just saying the joke and just putting a smile on everybody's faces. And I'm like, man. And I guess right now thinking of telling people of how good God is. Go to Walmart, lower your mask, and say, hey, got to tell you something. God's good. And smile and, let, and just go to the next person. But let's tell people how good God is. But last, if I could say this, God has been too good to me. And it's because he's been so good to me, I choose to live a life that pleases him. And I praise God for the day of salvation. And I'm thankful that he can be still convicting. And if he's convicted of sin, let's make sure we take care of it. And let's get right with the Lord. And, but if I can remind you of this, is surrender daily. God deserves you. And he wants you. Give it to him. And if you've, and, and many of you probably can give testimony to this, but, you know, when you do things God's way, God's way is always best. You ever, you ever come to those conclusions? You ever try to do something your way and it just did not quite go your way? 
And then you step back and you let God do it and he goes, oh, that's, oh, oh. nobody was, oh, this is, yeah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and believe me, I've had my share. And Deanna can tell stories and I just need to keep her quiet, right? So I'm so thankful that you're here tonight. Um, I've worked hard to make sure I get you guys out on, on time. Um, and so thank you for those that tuned in and that you're watching and staying faithful. Um, don't forget uh, this Saturday at 10.30.